Well, one thing that's been badly affecting food prices is the war in Ukraine. And today, global wheat costs have risen sharply after Russian missiles hit Ukraine's Black Sea coast, destroying 60,000 tons of grain and damaging storage facilities. Moscow has now pulled out of a deal which had ensured safe passage of grain shipments, saying it now treats all vessels heading for Ukrainian ports as potential military targets. Our diplomatic correspondent, Paul Adams, has the very latest. Russia is lashing out. Three nights of attacks on Ukraine's ports and their storage facilities. Russia has never been happy about the grain deal, but after the attacks and the rhetoric, is it going up in flames? The deal, known as the Black Sea Grain Initiative, was struck almost exactly a year ago. It allowed Ukrainian agricultural exports, stuck since Russia's full-scale invasion, to start moving again. Ships sailed from three of Ukraine's Black Sea ports along an agreed corridor to a joint coordination centre in Istanbul, where all outgoing and incoming vessels were inspected. In the years since, Ukraine has exported around 33 million metric tonnes of corn, wheat and other products to destinations all over the world, including countries facing acute hunger, countries like Sudan, Ethiopia and Afghanistan. And here's what happened to the price of wheat. You can see that it rose dramatically after Russia's invasion last year. Then, when the grain deal was struck, prices started to fall back. But look here, when Russia announced that it was withdrawing from the deal earlier this week, the price started to rise again sharply. And that could lead to higher food costs for all of us. There are plenty of other reasons for global prices to go up and down, but Ukraine is a big producer. The world needs its grain. Vladimir Putin says he won't return to the deal unless the world meets his demands. He wants Russia's agricultural bank reconnected to the global payment system. And Russia says the deal discriminates against its own agricultural exports. The West says that's not true. The deal could still be rescued. Turkey, one of its architects, sounds optimistic. If it can't be saved, Ukraine will once again have to find other ways to get its grain out. But road and rail are no substitute for ships. This precious lifeline is in jeopardy. Paul Adams, BBC News. Meanwhile, Russia is also imposing new restrictions on British diplomats, requiring them to give at least five days' notice before going on a journey of more than 75 miles. The announcement came as Russia's foreign ministry criticised the UK for supporting what it called Ukraine's terrorist actions. Well, our Russia editor Steve Rosenberg is live in Moscow for us now. So, Steve, what exactly are these restrictions and why are they being imposed? Clive, this is all about making life difficult for British diplomats. What the Russians are basically saying is, OK, British diplomats, you want to travel around Russia, that's fine. But if you want to travel more than 75 miles away, A, you must now notify the authorities at least five working days before, and you must give all the information about your trip, where you're going, when you're going, how you're going to get there, who you're going to talk to, where you're going to stay, so pretty much everything. Now, the reasons for these restrictions, well, the Russia, Russia says this is payback for Britain's hostile actions. It claims that Britain's been causing problems for Russian diplomats. It accuses Britain of demonizing Russia. But I think what grates most of all with Russia is the fact that uh, Britain is way out ahead in terms of its support for Ukraine, uh, in especially military support for Ukraine. And you should hear some of the 
anti-British rhetoric in the state media here and from Russian officials. I remember a few weeks ago, the former Russian president Dmitry Medvedev said that Britain has always been, is now and will always be Russia's eternal enemy.